I owe the banks a lot of money. But little do they know, I just learned about manifestation. Now I'm gonna get so much money, I don't need a job. Why? Because I can manifest. I don't need the old gods anymore. I answer to no one. Everything is mine. Thanks to manifestation. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Boundaries Podcast, where facts are facts and opinions hurt people's feelings. As always, we encourage you to subscribe, rate, and review us on whatever digital platform that you are choosing to listen to podcasts on, whether that be Apple, SoundCloud, Google, YouTube, Amazon, or whatever it is that you do on Spotify. Please go and do that. You have a new chair? I did get a new chair. I did. Mm. Is it, is it a race car chair? It's it says I th- it's more of a gaming chair, but it was on sale for like eighty five bucks, and I was like, oh well, cool, you know. How old are you, bro? It was on sale. <laughs> Fat kids deals came through clutch. It was on sale. My old chair was was wobbly. It's like fuck it. You and your girl on them fat kid deals. Y'all both need help. I do. I do. I know I do. I just be buying shit, boy. I don't even be needing that shit. I have bought shit from fat kids deals from Amazon, and it got here, and I immediately took it to Kohl's. Didn't even open it. Let me take it to Kohl's so they can send it back, because I didn't need this. This was an impulse buy. Speaking of buying things and it being delivered to you on time, bro. I used to ain't fuck with eBay like that, but I was fucking with eBay in these last couple of weeks. So it was some shit I needed. I, you know, I decided, let, let me get this. It's on eBay. It's the best price. Um, I didn't like the shipping cost on it, but it was like, but I want this, though. It's not too bad. The price isn't bad, even with the shipping cost. So they eBay ships it. You know, obviously a person ships it. And, and I'm just in one of the moods where I'm like, let me track this shit. So I'm tracking it. You know, it shipped from Ohio. It comes here in about two and a half days. My cool. So when it gets here, I you know, but by the time I start tracking it, I realized it was going with your favorite carrier, and I automatically the United States Postal Service. I automatically, I'm like, man, why did I char- why did they charge me that much money for shipping with USPS? It was damn near forty dollars, bro. And I'm like, nah, them, that, that's uh, that's FedEx, that's FedEx International, right? Oh, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, dog, but he, he, the dude that shipped it to me, he stays in like Sandusky, Ohio. Maybe that's all they have out there. I, I was like, whatever, man. Price is still legit. So this is this is the last week of March. This when this is when, when this is happening. This is the last week of March. The initial delivery ETA was March 30th. It shipped out March 28th or March 27th. It came to Houston March 30th. Okay. I just moved to this place, but I've gotten quite a, I got, I've gotten packages here. Quite a few of them. And I'm just like, okay, once again, I'm tracking. I'm like, it's USPS. Maybe he did some priority shipping or something like that. That's why it costs so much. I'm tracking it. It says deliver. I'm like, all right, bet. I have a parcel locker. Mm-hmm. 
So if it delivers, I'm going to get a text message giving me a code. So I'm like, all right, it delivers. I'm like, let me just go down there. Maybe maybe they uh, did one of those things where they they put it inside the over the over the, the, the big oversized locker. packages. Yeah, yeah. They leave a key in there. I'm like, so I go to that, which I would prefer they do that. I don't even want them to put in a parcel locker. That shit's too fancy. Just put it inside the oversized package box. So I go down there. I'm like, okay, I don't have a package. So I go to the parcel locker anyway. So I just put put it in there. I was like, okay, I don't have anything. I say, like, why does it say delivered? Ten minutes later. And mind you, this is like 8 o'clock at night. So I was like kind of confused. I'm like, I've never seen the mail lady here at 9 o'clock at night. So um, I, I, I'm, I'm like, let, I, get a, I get an email saying um, this package is being returned to sender. I'm like, why? So I'm like, it's not giving me any information. So I, you know, I open up a case real quick. And um, in a long story short, the next, the following morning, the post office calls me back. I mean, the post office calls me. They're like, "Hey, you know, you know, um, we we, we sit with the, the the package is getting sent back because your name is not on the lease." I'm like, "Ah, oh, okay, that's cool. That I could. It, it, it was addressed to LEF. I, okay, <laughs> <laughs> I take that L. <laughs> that isn't who I am. So." <laughs> <laughs> that isn't who I am. <laughs> I can't even be mad at that. I was like, oh shit. So I hit the dude up. I'm like, hey man, my bad. So you know, I sent him my real name or whatever. Cool. He 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 it gets back in two days. He sends it back immediately. I'm like, man, still USPS though. So I'm tracking it again, bruh. Like clockwork. Two days. It comes. So for March 30th or whatever. So basically, it was supposed to arrive on April 6th. April 6th comes, it says deliver it again. No, no, no. Matter of fact, I got a message like the early, like the April 6th morning, and it was like out for delivery at 6:30 a.m. You'll get it between 6:30 and, and, and 12:30. I'm working. I have a life. So I don't, I'm not even paying attention no more. I'm like, cool. I believe this in God's hands. That was a mistake. So uh, <laughs> next thing I know, next thing I know, it's like three o'clock. I'm like, man, I still ain't got no misses. I'm thinking maybe you know they, I'm okay. It didn't. It maybe went to an oversized package. I go check the oversized package, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I was like, let me check the tracker again. It was like, oh, it says you'll get it before nine p.m. I'm like, damn, it went from out out for delivery at six thirty this morning, and I'm not gonna get it till nine. What is this male lady doing? So I'm, I missed her because I know my male lady comes back between noon and like 1.30. So it's damn near 8 o'clock, bro. I forgot what I was doing. It was damn near 8 o'clock. My mind kind of wasn't on it no more, but I ended up getting another email. Now the email said, Addressy move did not leave forwarding address. I said, oh, hell no. Y'all got me fucked up now. <laughs> I'm hot. I'm hot now, bro. The dude that showed me on eBay that he had corrected it, gave me the tracking info, everything good. I'm like, man, what's going on? So got to get my Karen on. So I'm like, I'm not even finna call. The, I'm not even finna open up no case this time. I'm going to run up on the post late. I, yeah, I, yeah. 
I caught her, bro, because I knew when she was coming. I'm like, hey, you know, uh, you know, sorry. And I, I had just got the hoop, and it was, it was uh, Friday. And, you know, now you give a shit about Good Friday. So, oh, but I'm like, hey, man, you know, I had a package. You know, I showed her information. You know, she looking at me like, shit, I don't know what none of this means. I'm like, of course you don't. Of course you don't. And she don't give a shit. <laughs> Whatever's in that truck, and she's delivering it. That's it. That's it. That's all. If it's on this truck, I'm going to deliver it. If I no. want to. If I want to, I'm going to deliver it. Long story short, we walk into the parcel locker together. She see my name. She's like, "Man, I recognize this name." I'm like, "Shit, you didn't recognize it when I needed you to." But um, come on. <laughs> so we walk into the, to the leasing office. We talk to the to the lady there. Okay, we'll make sure that this don't happen again. I'm like, "Man, this is wild." Cause like nobody's giving me an explanation of why two times it got sent back to Ohio. I'm like, "Y'all just playing with me now." So. I had to open up a case with eBay, and I'm like to the point where I'm like, bro, I don't even want to bother this dude no more, man. Just get my refund. Like, it don't even matter. I mean, because at this point, I bring up this story to to segue into this. I truthfully believe that America is truly seeing a decline in the quality of work, bro. Like, the postal service is just absolute shit. The male lady, she tried. She seemed like she cared. She even took my number. She said, if I see the package, I'm going to hit you up. I'm like, yeah, right. Because the next, you know, later on that day, you know, like I said, I wasn't even going to open up a case. Number. I just waited till the next day. To, I think I waited till the next day to just open up a case with eBay or whatever. And, like, I'm like, man, let me go ahead and track this whole again. It was still in Houston. I'm like, well, it's still in Houston. Just, she never hit me back up. So mm-hmm. I'm like, that lady ain't give a damn, bro. Like, I seen her demeanor, old black lady, probably in her late 50s, pushing 60. The way she was talking, I'm like, you don't give a damn about nothing I'm saying, and you waiting for my... This way they ask they don't get away from me. I'm like, bet, cool. I'm not and dealing in, with... And in your mind, you're thinking, well, if it's still in Houston, maybe somebody can intercept it, and it don't get sent back. <sighs> That's what I'm hoping, but... The crazy thing about the Postal Service, once again, is it's a public service. And it just got me to thinking, first of all, why did I pay that much money for this service? When in actuality, like, it really should have been able to send it to me for like five bucks or less. Like, that shit is Theoretically, that should be your cheaper option. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm, I'm hoping that he hits me back and I'm just going to be like, like I said, I really just want a refund at this point. I'm going to just probably go to another buyer that has the same thing because I'm going to tell people straight up, if you're sending me anything, USPS, don't even waste your time. Because as much as I despise Amazon at times, because I swear to God, I kid you not, bro, since I've been staying here two times now, and it happened Sunday, I ordered something. And what I've been doing lately is I'll be just like, all right, I'll be wanting to get that. You know how you order something on Amazon, you're like, you don't want it at a certain time, you get that like $2 digital credit. So I use that because that's how I watched the Kobe documentary the other day. I didn't even tell you about that. Anyways, <laughs> so yeah, I bought the Kobe documentary on Amazon because they be giving you those little digital credits. So I'd be like, shit, I don't need the package tomorrow. I just need the package. But for some reason, when I do that, the other Amazon person, whoever it is, they walk up the three floors to drop my package off at my door. Damn. Yeah, but it's another person. He don't. He and she don't give a fuck. He just dropped like it's a garage down there that ain't got shit to do with me. He just dropped that bitch off in front of the garage. 
and he take the picture, and I'll be like, bro, that's not even my place, bro. Like, what you what y'all doing, dog? Why are you dropping off a package in front of somebody in the garage and they got nothing to do I told you how, how GoPuff did me, right? When I had That's, COVID. Oh, yeah. I was on the phone with you. Yeah. <laughs> Tell the people. So check this out. That, as y'all know, I had COVID around um, MLK weekend, whatever. And so those who've had COVID, you know, you're really not trying to go anywhere. You're not trying to do anything. So I get got put on this GoPuff app, you know, they delivered, you know, I was like, I'm out of Tylenol, I'm out of, you know, electrolyte stuff, you know, let me just get that delivered. And so I don't know about you, but my complex was brand new when I moved into it. Like, like they were still constructing some of the buildings. So there's, yeah, oh, it was brand new. So oftentimes the address and, and to make matters worse, I'm right next to another complex. Like literally, here's complex and here's a complex. So when you put in the address, if they don't let you say, hey, here's a special note, this is the name of my complex, you know, it's not the first one, it's gonna be the second one you come to, it's gonna be on the corner of this and this, then, you know, they just come to the first one, like, oh, cool, whatever. So I was getting some a little stuff delivered and everything. So the guy, he's texting me, he's like, how do I get in? I was like, oh, if you're at the door, I can buzz you in from the door. I say, but I'm on the fourth floor, I got COVID, so you know I'm not trying to make any contact, get nobody sick. So all right, cool. So I I, I tried to buzz him in. I said, "You get in." No, he didn't say anything back. I said, "Well, I keep opening the door." I said, "You get in." He's like, "No." Nah. He's like, "He's like, yeah, I got in." So he's like, "All right, cool." So then he goes, and you know how with like DoorDash and stuff, they was like, "Oh, your food's delivered. Here's a picture." And even with Amazon, sometimes they'll send that picture to your email. So he sends me a picture, and I'm like, "My man." That is not my home. <laughs> that is a white door. I got a seafoam green door. Like, this is, that is not my door. This motherfucker stopped responding. Damn. All right, cool. I I go to the, the, the customer support. Hey, you know, this, this, you know, we delivered at the wrong complex. There are two complexes right next to each other. You know, I see why I messed up. You know, I'm sick. I, or I, I'd go get it, but I'm sick. You know, I ain't trying to, oh, that's cool. No problem. You know, we'll, you know, get it re-delivered. This, 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 whoop, whoop. So next guy, he's like, uh, you know, he just calls me. And I'm telling, he's like, you know, where are you located? I'm telling him this and this. And he's like, oh, you know, what apartment number? I was like, oh, I'm in this one. And he goes, and he goes, he says something. And I was like, well, this is a, this is a reorder. So it, it didn't allow me to put any kind of notes on there or whatever. He's like, well, next time you need to and hung up on me. <laughs> when I tell you that I'm a joke in these streets, I'm not playing. <laughs> Nobody damn. fucking takes me seriously. <laughs> Cause part of me, part of me is like, I'm gonna put on some clothes and I'm gonna be waiting at the door and I'm gonna. You <laughs> with your sick ass, you gonna go beat that. Nigga. I'm gonna use the last bit of strength to try to put hands on this person, hands and feet. Like I'm explaining to you why I didn't do that, and you are gonna tell me next time I couldn't do it. I literally couldn't do it. Y'all service workers are trash, bro. Like straight up, I don't even care no more. That's like, why I don't. That's why I'm not tipping y'all anymore. I, I, I'm not. I'm not. Like, I, yeah, I, I've had enough, bro. Like, I, I literally, I'm one of those people that I will take surveys for oh, people yeah. when it's like good customer service. Like, but now I'm like, I'm, I'm fed up now. Like, 
when like I can't tip Amazon drivers or whatever. So I'm always making sure like, hey, you know, this was great, da da da. And mind you, you talk about having a seafoam green door. I have a very unique welcome rat, welcome uh, carpet in my in my thing. So I know when they take a, the right picture. So when they sit, they be taking the picture with confidence. I'm like, brother, that is not my place. I really need y'all to start taking a picture of the of the door tag so I know like, hey, that's the right like. Are y'all even? It's, I get it. Sometimes it's one number, but like, bruh, bruh, like, <laughs> like take a step back, get the whole thing. Like, boom, this is the this is the you know apartment number because they're typically right next to the doors. Like, hey, let me you get know the whole I, thing. You know who I need delivering here? I need old boy that walked through that that that, that standoff, that police standoff. He walked to a police stand off and he still delivered the package. I know you've seen that. <laughs> it was like, and then when a cop took the package, he took the picture. <laughs> I was like, this guy is an idiot. But that's the type of determination I need. I don't care about y'all not being able to pee on whatever, because I know that's just bullshit. Like you can you can stop. Y'all go to Y'all be going to those lockers on the side of gas stations and shit like that. Y'all can stop at a gas station go to the restroom. Get the fuck out of here. I got homeboys that do the Amazon shit, and they didn't tell me. We just be trying to get the fuck off on time. We do our little route, and we can get off work. I get it, man. You know what I'm saying? But it, it, it's I don't look down on y'all. Y'all definitely weren't heroes to me during the pandemic. I ain't going to lie to y'all. But still, with all that being said and done, y'all got a job to do, and I'm just expecting y'all to do it. And unfortunately, due to the fact that motherfuckers never wanted to work to begin with, but the fact that motherfuckers don't want to work now more than ever, it's the quality of work is just pure shit, and it's annoying. Because I feel weird when I'm at work. I be like, damn, am I doing too much? I know you be feeling like that sometimes, bro. I did. I did too much today, and 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 not that I did too much. I did my job, and I and I did my job, and it took me till one thirty, two o'clock before I looked up and could take an actual break. But I just did my job, and I have all the respect in the world for people who are just doing their job. If your job is this, then do it. I I speak to every custodian. I speak if I come across a busboy while I'm at a restaurant and, you know, we have to interact, I, you know, because they're just doing their job. I have all the respect for people who are just doing their job. But when you are doing the bare minimum at your job and it's not even sufficient enough to meet the, the requirements of your job, if your job is to deliver me medication to my door and you deliver it anywhere else that isn't my door, you're not doing your job. People you're not die in those situations, dog. Just imagine. Like, like all those people that'll that'll go that'll pick up be like, nah, this food good. I ain't, I ain't, you know what? Cancel your order because it, it it's not getting delivered. I, I I got to fucking around and fucked off, and you know I, I ain't bringing you your food. I'm gonna eat it because the restaurant takes that ill, not the driver. I mean, they they don't get paid for that delivery or whatever, but the restaurant has to eat that loss. And them stars don't mean shit. Them drivers still gonna drive for a while. Them it take a while for them drivers to get canceled, like to the point where they're like, we ain't fucking with you no more. And with it being so many food delivery services, shit, once they done fucked off so many people Uber Eats, they just go to DoorDash and then go Puff and then whatever you know they you know Rub Postmates and, and all these other ones. Yeah, you know, so they and, and, yeah, and with and with the amount of fucks that these people don't give, 
they don't mind to turn around. Everything, I'm sorry, like at that level of, you know, you know, I guess blue collar work, like the turnaround is bad, bro. Like even the like even the bartending, like we always talk about bartending and you know, just going somewhere and it just it's amazing when you go somewhere and they actually treat you well. And honestly, treating you well is the bare minimum. Cause I still want a nice drink. I still want it in a prompt amount of time. And I don't want to stand at this bar for 45 minutes. Like, and when you get it where it's oh, they, a smile on their face, you get your drink in less than five minutes, blah, blah, blah. You be, you, you're, you're excited, but it's like, yeah, this is how it's supposed to be. If anything, I'm supposed to just be complaining about hair in my drink or some shit, but I'm literally complaining due to the fact that I had to stand here 45 minutes. My drink was filled with ice. Or, or <laughs> I had less than an ounce of liquor in it because you you don't pour efficiently. Yeah. Like there was not a one count when you poured my drink. I noticed that. that like, I was in the house this weekend. I just think I'm like, man, every now and then, you know, I, I go out like the regular person. Not as much as a lot of people we know, but I go out like the regular person. You a know. lot of people we know aren't regular. They're not regular. Touche, touche. And it's just like, I, I was telling somebody that that's not from here. I'm like, you know, it's cool going out of H-Town, cool, but it's cool for me because, like, I know where I can go and be treated well. I just hate the fact that I can only go to certain places. Because when you go to certain places that don't know your face, because I, me personally, I don't know about other people. I hate being a regular. I don't want to go anywhere and they know my name. This ain't no fucking cheers. I just want to, I want to go somewhere. I don't mind if they know my drink, but I don't want them to know my name. Like, this. I ain't trying to be that type of person. I want to go somewhere. Cool. I like just randomly popping up at places. And I personally would like it if, if all of them were the same as far as customer service. And it's just, man, like I said, I know it probably sounds like a Karen, but, bro, as you get older, that shit, that's your money. That's my money I'm spending. That is my money. And if I'm spending, and whether I'm spending good money or I'm spending bad money, I'm spending my money. And so when I come in here, you're charging me these these high prices for drinks and everything, and then you give it to me in a plastic cup. I feel a kind of way. You getting that? You oh. getting that bottle for 25, 30 bucks? You charging me fourteen for it in a plastic cup with ninety percent ice? Y'all can go to hell. I, I feel a kind of way. Like, hey, I get it. It helps you on cleanup. You ain't got to do dishes, this, that, or the other. But the price that I'm paying for this drink and the presentation, because presentation matters a lot. Fuck yeah, it matters. It matters a lot. I don't know what percentage you want to allocate that to the price of things, but the presentation matters a lot. I need to be commensurate. But what, what, where, where is the presentation focused in most places you go to now? Where are they focused on? They focused on the chicks wearing slutty clothes and people being able to take selfies in the spot because the backdrop looks nice. All that shit be on point, but everything else is garbage. Garbage. I'm sick of them. I'm just a distinguished gentleman trying to do distinguished gentleman things, man. That's all. I mean, we asking for too much. Shaking your fist at the clouds, honestly, bro. Anyway, because like, yeah, let me not go down the hill. Because it's like I'm, I was, I just text you. How you just gonna not respond? Go, oh shit, it's the wrong house. Let me go back and snatch that up. Nah, fuck it. I tried. Above and beyond is a thing of the past. 
Because the thing is, if you do the service, you're getting paid. If you go above and beyond, you're getting tipped. So that whole, if you can't afford to tip, don't go out. If you can't afford to provide a good service, then don't expect a tip. There have been many places, times I've went to places and I told the waiter, oh, um, I was thinking about getting this. And or 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 even ask them, you know, what do they recommend? And they say, oh, well, I like everything. Right, get the fuck out of my face. Get the Order. fuck out of my face, you lazy bastard. Give me the guys like, oh, see, I usually get this. And instead of this, I substitute this. And if you like that, then, you know, do this. My man. Cool. You finna make me enjoy my eating experience. And because you're going to make me enjoy my eating experience. Here's a little something extra for you. I went to restaurants before and be like, hey, yo, is, is such and such working tonight? Can I sit in their section? Because they going to take care of me. They gonna give It's me getting money. to that point, bro. It's getting to that point, for real. I feel you on that. I feel you on that, bro. That's why I, That's why I, last time, you know, I, I, went, I went to one of our favorite restaurants and I was not disappointed. Fell in that Lubies and they treated the nigga right in that Lubies. Come on, man. They got, <laughs> they got a Lubies kitchen table up here. That I'm dying to go to. It, it, it ain't open yet. It's it's it, it's open. I just haven't I haven't made the. I got to go to Addison to go to it. Mm, okay. But I had to Google. I was like, "What is Luby's Kitchen Table?" Apparently, they do regional meals. Like, there's a regional thing. Mm. So I'm gonna get a lot of Texas Tex-Mex kind of thing at there instead of. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll take that Luann fried fish any day. Just just keep it simple. Just keep it simple. Let me get that Luann fried fish. Let me get the broccoli. Let me get the mashed potatoes with the gravy. Let me get that little roll. Let me get that unsweet tea. And you ain't getting no complaints out of me. I'm just, I'm just saying. I think, me. I actually think their roll is the last bread I ate. Because I haven't <laughs> ate bread. Like, seriously, I, ain't, I, had it, I haven't ate bread in, in eight days. Like, I've been totally off bread and uh, trying to keep everything low carb and, uh, that roll was the last, that was the last, like, I was sitting, when I was in Luby's, I'm like, man, this shit good, but I'm eating too much. And like I seen, you know, I looked at the scale, I'm like, okay, I'm not where I want to be, let me get back down to where I want to be. But um, that probably was like, the, that's funny, that's the last roll I ate. That hell was good. That, that meal was good, and like, that day was good, just because I started with Luby's, bro. I actually would probably recommend that for most people. <laughs> See, that day was good. <laughs> Start your day with Lubies. Hey, bro, y'all be going to these loud ass brunch 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 spots that ain't worth shit, man. Just go Lubies, bro. Go Go Lubies and then go drink afterwards. Go go to IHOP. (laughs) That's that's East Spot, man. He love IHOP. I mean, yeah, he love IHOP. He don't like Waffle House like I do. I just fuck with Waffle House. Yeah, yeah, you can do Waffle any any place but Denny's. For some reason, I just don't don't vibe with Denny's. (laughs) Bro, Denny's, bro. I'm not too far from when I passed out right up. Don't even think twice about it. (laughs) <laughs> don't even I used to go to a Denny's like about 10 years ago but the only reason I ran in there is because they had a Cinnabon in there yeah bro that Cinnabon bro you that was hidden it was something special about that one treat Denny's like they don't exist bro they don't bro. They, they're Arby's damn damn they're Arby's man Basically. I hate to say it bro but uh we done got our black hair on long enough bro what's going on in the world man where do we start? Where do we start? Y'all had a lot of conversations going on there. I couldn't even interject because I was actually working. So Yeah, and, and I could only jump in and, and like play catch up. Yeah. Let's see. Keep his job. 
<laughs> Let my man's make it. He 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 got he. I know I know when he busy, but you know. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. There's been sometimes I've been in there going off, and I was like, I know Keith got me. I know if well got me. I know Keith got me. The Keith don't respond. I was like, damn, my nigga Keith busy. Yeah, he'd be shocked. I'd be like, wow. Am I doing something wrong where I'm not busy? <laughs> no, no. I, I when Keith when Keith lock into something, I know he'd probably be like hella focused. Or maybe he's in a hundred other chats. Who knows? Yeah, I, I think he's hella focused because it's like, hey, especially when he's on when he goes on his rant, I was like, cool, I'm let him cook because they always let me cook, so I'm gonna let him cook and let him get it all out. How many group chats are you in? <sighs> Three. Mm, okay. Okay. Yeah. For everybody, for everybody listening, more, more than likely we'll have a guest on next episode since uh, talking all that shit and and see me <laughs> look. <laughs> You you married niggas, you niggas in relationships. I be trying to sh- I be trying to be like I don't be wanting to be on y'all ass because like I y'all be acting like y'all tough, but I know y'all not. You're not like that. But we gonna see. You be trying to shield boys, huh? Hey, I be because I know how it is, bro. Like I can't. I'm a single dude. I can't talk no shit. But I know how it is for dudes that are committed and they still want to. You know, they still want to act like they're that, but I'm like, I know I've been dealing with married dudes and dudes relation long enough. Like, I know how it is. Like, it's hard, bro. Like, but you know, the platform is gonna be all his. It's gonna be all his. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, how you how you felt about that? I mean, I know how you felt about it, but uh, you know what? You know what? Before we get too far off the topic, I'm sitting here thinking about. You made a comment and you were like, um, they're going to get paid anyway as far as service workers. And I really think that that shit, and I talk about society as a whole, and I talk about quality of work becoming pretty much shit. And everybody that knows me, though, like, I'm getting older, but when it comes to sports, like, I love defense. I'm huge on defense. Like, but I'm starting to realize that a lot of this shit is trickling into, like, national, like, to, like, pro sports, too. When you just think about niggas just not giving a fuck no more. When I sent you that clip of Luca, bro, that shit was hella random. And I just happened to go to YouTube and it was like, I seen Gilbert Arenas had posted something like a few days ago. He was like, Luca needs to shut up and play defense. And I'm like, damn. So I didn't even know Luca had that reputation because I never really just watched him play. And then today I seen something on Twitter that basically was like, he reminds me, Luca's basically just turning into Carmelo. Hell of an offensive guy, but lackluster on defense and blah, blah, like that. James Harden was kind of like that, too. Kevin Durant started that way, too. And um, Steph Curry was never like that. Steph Curry just couldn't play defense. He was smart. Yeah. yeah. And um, it ain't going to stay on this too long, but it's just it's unfortunate that that's what that's what's becoming the, the norm. It's like, I'm going to give you this output to make the fans happy, but, you know, that's for the casuals. But for dudes like me that actually like watching, you know, not like watching sports, but like playing sports, when I do see it, I kind of want to see somebody shit get chunked into the stands. I do kind of want to see somebody get, you know, you know, you know, uh, get their cookies taken and get dunked on. Like I like that shit, but now, nah, bro, nowadays, man, most highlights are all all offensive. Or or I'm watching Shaq and the Fool. <laughs> it's 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 not crazy, but you remember, and this is this is this is who I can think of most recently. Is is LeBron in his prime? Like no matter you know, quarter one, two, and three, he guarding whoever. But in fourth quarter, it's like, hey, 
you got you got their best player. You got you got PG like, and he will go lock them down. The, how many lockdown defenders do we have now? Gary Payton is gonna is gonna lock you down the whole game. You gonna work. You may not like him, bro, but I just watched that Pat Beverly documentary, and that, that shit was, that was cool. You saw it too? Okay, I was like, nah, man, nah, like, I didn't see the documentary, but that, that that's a good example. Yeah, that's a like to see where he came from, from being number two behind Derrick Rose in Chicago, in the state of Illinois, to being basically this guy that's like he's. He's a he's a dog. And like, yeah. it ain't too many dogs out there no more. And when you think about Pat, it's like, damn, I done seen Pat hold LeBron. I done seen Pat hold Luca. I done seen Pat hold Durant. I know he can't hold these dudes. And frustrate him. But he would exactly, frustrate him. Exactly. And it's like Talk, whether it's talking shit or or, or he in their pocket. I think I think Draymond, he just gets it to you mentally. Like he's not really shutting you down. He might get a good play, and he's gonna ride that the whole game. Oh, he's gonna yeah. tell you, come back, come back down here. I'm gonna toss that shit again. He might not block you the rest of the game, but he got that one on you, and he got you thinking about it. Like yeah, yeah. he's he he plays chess with you. Dre got the size though. When Dre was a little, yeah. when Dre, Dre was like six nine, he's not yeah. Small. Dre first four three or four years, his defense he was he was definitely DPOY. He had the size and the speed. Now he just has the size and length, but he ain't got the speed no more. So he really can't defend like he used to. Like I said, that shit. I be telling dudes all all the time. I be hooping. I was like, bro, that shit happened overnight. Like I'm I'm blessed to still be able to dunk and still be able to run at a decent speed. But I feel myself slowing down. I feel that vertical just going lower and lower. And it just feels and, and I'm it's only because I'm trying to practice being more conscious and I'm noticing it. But it's like I know for most people that's just playing and playing and playing or they take a little break when they get back out there. It's like, damn, I can't dunk no more. Mm-hmm. Or damn, I can't run a four three and a 40 no more. You damn right. You can't. <laughs> you saw it. That shit. No, that shit made bro for all the time, bro. But um. Yeah, man, it's just it's unfortunate, dog, that we're 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 living in a generation where we're um, we have all this information, we have all the we have we have all the know-hows to be great in so many aspects of life, and we choose to do the bare minimum, dog. And then you know, you know, shout out to what what's the name of that dude that run the games page? Ah, they always say his name. It's like Arlen or. Damn, I forgot. But shout out to him because he got he got me the, the my 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 word of the word of the year, man. He said he he started saying clout demon, bruh. That shit, that's a real ass word, bro. Like that shit needs to be put in a dictionary at all because we are surrounded by so many clout demons, bro. Like it is disgusting how people are so, so they're so more they're so much more focused on just being in the in crowd, like they're in high school, then being great at something individually. You know, like, do your work right. You about to get fired from Amazon, ma'am, but you worried about, oh, let me, let me, let me take a trip to here so I can take pictures here. You ain't gonna be able to take too much. Speaking of Amazon, the fucking the the, the, the EV one just pulled up. But oh, yeah, anyway, I seen that one before. Yeah, that was pretty nice. But um, like y'all, y'all be about to get fired from y'all jobs, y'all lives being shambles. But none of that shit is gonna take away from you having an opportunity to do some old attention hoary, clout chasing ass shit. Just a lot of weirdo behavior out here to me, and I just feel like we talk about this all the time. But people, especially our age group, 
I, I get people in their twenties. I get them a pass right now, especially like early twenties. But as you're approaching thirty, you're approaching forty. It's just like, man, why everything that you like? Why is it that we well, that we allow the normalization of people not appreciating their private lives? That's I'm saying that's a broken record. I, I ask that question at least once a month. I'm just like, why can't you just do things and just do them without people having to know? Because I, I feel once you hit around the age of 27, all right, you've probably been heavily on social media the majority of your life. You've been able to do, well, back in our day, you were, you were able to do your, your man crush Mondays, your woman crush Wednesdays, your, your, your throwback Thursdays, all these, you know. You just going to skip media. over Titty Tuesday? Don't act like you ain't was easy. You was on Twitter on a Titty Tuesday. Don't act, don't act. You ain't trying to front for the people. It's okay. Lord. I was out there for Titty Tuesday on Thursday. Do you hear me? But like you've been able to experience that. Like, like, so so at this point, you have you have to mature with your social media. Man. All right, now now I don't have to post everything. I don't I don't have to record everything. Sometimes I can just live in the moment right now. Cause I'm just speaking for myself, I don't remember. Going back and looking at those concert videos nah. three months after they happened. That shit just taking up gigabytes. I don't remember going back. And I and, and hey, I got I got concert footage from you know a decade plus ago. I bet. I don't I don't never go back. I, I am a media hoarder, but I never go back and look at that stuff. Never. But I do remember the moment. For sure. I rem- I remember being at the Toyota Center when Jay Z and Kanye West did the encore to to niggas in Paris and people had left in in, in on the floor seats and so the security they was like yo security just let them come down and, and and finally ended up like on the fifth row by the time it was all said and done I remember the moment that's cool that's cool I don't re- I don't see I don't go look at the video I know it's there somewhere but I can just I can just feel the moment straight up. And that's what, and that's where we are. Like you said, the cloud demons. Like I got, I'm doing this for everybody else but myself. The dopamine hit that I'm gonna get for this post is gonna last what? for the day, maybe for the day, maybe, maybe. And people out there know who do it obsessively. It's people out there that you know they, you know they're gonna get on there on, on a you know Thursday night, Friday night, every now and then do it. Like I, you're on social media for a reason. I, I get that. But the people that do it obsessively, and it's like, you could just tell that it's, and, and, and even then, like, obsessively in that moment, it's like, damn, you gonna put your phone down? You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's another reason some people don't even like going out, because like, damn, bro, like, it used to be a time period where, like, it wasn't just kids that couldn't be, that you couldn't record on camera, like, you just couldn't be recording strangers. And it's like, bro, like, when I was in the gym the other day, I told y'all, oh, this chick done pulled out the tripod, it's time for me to move around. I was dead ass serious. I don't want to be on nobody's camera, bro. I don't want to be on your camera. I, bro, I, like I told y'all, I get to the point where if I'm in the gym and I see a woman in some tight-fitting clothes or she pull out the tripod, I'm trying to look down. I'm looking away because I don't want to end up as a part of your meme. I don't want to be a part of your video. I do want Joey Swole to come to my rescue and say he's just over there trying to do his dumbbell press. And you you making you know a mockery out of this man. <laughs> he's Jay over there chilling. Struggling. <laughs> He over there chilling. Got the 60s on his head. He like, shit. 
She talking about look at this weak ass nigga back here <laughs> struggling. Look at his arms shaking. Sixties, they can't do sixties. Old puss ass nigga. <laughs> she juiced up on testosterone, filling herself. I'm telling you that Anavar, bro, that shit is heavily it's accessible, bro. I I told in you the, I, in the her clip bigger than my dick, and she judging me. <laughs> but what's a lot of them walking around? They don't be knowing what they getting into, man. They don't be knowing what they getting into. They 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 think like you said, it's that dopamine, man. That attention only lasts so long, though. Especially if you're not commanding attention based off of something that you really created, like talent. Like, if you're a talented basketball player, or you're a talented singer, gymnast, shit, I was, I was doom-scrolling on Instagram the other day. I ran into, I found some page where a dude, he does, um, is in Columbia. He, like, mountain bikes in, like, wild-ass places, and, like, he puts the GoPro on and be like, he was going down some stairs, and, like, that shit was wild. I'm like, this is cool. I was just scrolling through this shit. I'm like, this is the type of shit that deserves attention. But you inside the hospital and your little brother dying of cancer and you trying to make a rap video, sir, I'm calling the police. Or like or like that that one that one case study I send you that has that shares the unmentionable name. Like the whole video is about is more about you setting up than actually doing an exercise. Shit. And then, oh. and then I then you get down there, you do the exercise, you like, oh, you know, gain hashtag gains, you gotta push through it to, to get to it, all this other stuff. Ma'am, you're doing 45s. You're doing lat pull-downs with 45s. You've been doing these same weights for the past three months. Months. Not, what gains? Three or four years. What gains? Just tag the surgeon. Just Tag just tag the surgery. You in here, you got these five-pound dumbbells doing shoulder press, and you want me to tell you you got that physique off of these? No. Come on, man. You're maintaining your physique off of that. Because after this, after after you got the surgery, they they gonna tell y'all in order to maintain this, you have to at least do exercises that keep you functional. So that doesn't mean you have to lift heavy because now you have this Coke bottle shape. And even dudes, they do go out there and get liposuction. If you want to maintain this. You better get your 10,000 steps in a day, basically. You can't go back to the beers and the fast food. Nah, man. You, and, and, and I can I can commend them for that, but the 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 mark the way they market themselves, like they just really be in there, like stop it. You ain't you ain't you ain't like that. You ain't like that. You're not. You're not. And I know you're not because I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go in, I'm gonna get my I'm gonna get my mile on the treadmill to warm up and get my Get my heart rate above 150. Then I'm going to spend another 30, 40 minutes on the weights. And after that, I'm gone. Hour tops. You don't like the Stairmaster, huh? I don't like the Stairmaster. Well, I don't like the Stairmaster at my gym because it's a low ceiling and I'm a tall person. And so I'm like, man, I'm probably like five inches from this ceiling. I don't, this doesn't feel comfortable. Oh, whenever you're going like that. Oh, I got you. I got you. Damn, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know most people just don't like it. They feel like they're going to fall. No, no, I'm 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 okay walking upstairs. <laughs> You'd be surprised. Whether, whether the stairs are moving or the stairs are stationary, I'm a, I'm okay walking up them. Yeah, I might yeah. I might start doing the stairmaster. I might oh, no, I was just asking. I, I, like I say, me, I think after stairmaster, it will be elliptical and then a bike, and then when you go on a treadmill, that whole got to be heavily inclined. 
Like you got the incline yeah, I'm, trick, yeah, bro. I'm at, I'm at like a, a a level nine incline at a four mile per hour speed. So I'm, it's not a casual stroll. I'm breaking a sweat doing it. Like I said, my goal is to get my heart rate above 150. So I, I'm actually moving. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, man, you see, they got the two. They rolled out the team shoot the the, the shooter shit, right? Like that's that's what's popping in America right now. We we shooting, dude. We doing raid shooting and shit. They, you know, I'm not trying to make light of the situation. But I did happen to see that on Twitter where, you know, somebody walked into a bank today. I think it was. I don't know where it was. Oh, where, you know where it was. Louisville, they walked into a bank and, you know, with the AR-15 or whatever. Apparently he was an employee there. Yeah, yeah. So basically he went postal. Um, Damn, I ain't know going postal would come back. That's just going, that's just basically just saying it never left. But they like to highlight it when they feel like we have to distract y'all from something. And I always bring this stuff up because it's like, I wonder what they distracting us from because, you know, they didn't really make a big deal of that because I watched that UFC fight and uh, it was so funny because when I was watching it, I was watching a Shakur Stevenson fight, which that shit was a waste of my time. I don't know who that dude was. They could have <laughs> put me in the ring with him. What? <laughs> shit, I'm going to get the money. You knock me out, shit. Get my, just get my purse. That's what it's make called, check clear. Shit, I'm good. Don't I'm put Willie F on it because I can't take that to the bank. <laughs> Don't do not put Willie up on there. <laughs> now we're like, who is this? You got any ID with this <laughs> name on there or anything like that? But when I was so funny, I was watching that UFC fight, and you just see Trump just sitting there in the crowd, bro. Like it was weird, bro. It was, it was like, cause I seen the real time, like I, I was with my homeboy JJ. I'm like, that nigga Trump in the crowd. And then later on, I seen that he had, you know, basically a stand ovation. I'm just like, ah. Shit like this, the media don't really want to highlight. They gonna they gonna put your attention on other shit. I ain't saying that to distract you from that moment, but I'm saying like shit like that. You ain't gonna hear much about shit like that because anything that gives a positive spin on that guy, oh man, no. And and I told you though on last last episode, I was like when he got arrested, I'm like y'all not doing it but making him more popular. At this point, y'all gotta know y'all doing that, giving him a boost. Like why even do that? And I mean, and that's why I'm like, okay, maybe that's why they're like, like, okay, the Dalai Lama out here being a horny ass pedo, we definitely gonna highlight that. Like, bro, that that was weird, bro. My man, did you forget where you were at? He, he, bro, he down bad. He, he, he down bad, bro. He. You better be apologizing. Like, good lord, that's that's an automatic resignation, bro. Just what's going through his mind, like he like he probably ain't, probably had nothing a long time, bro. That's what I've been thinking. I was like, I don't, I don't even be telling women. I'm, I don't even be out there like, girl, suck, suck my tongue, girl. Just, that is fucking that is weird. Wild. God. Hold on, wait, wait. You see my arm? I see it. Oh, okay, just <laughs> I see it. Yeah, but Dalai Lama out here wilding, boy. <laughs> you ready for the beach? No, I'm getting that way. No, okay. I'm getting that way. Yeah. I, 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 I still need a. I need. I need to start eating better. That's that's my that's my problem. What you been eating? You, you it don't sound like you really be eating like that though, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. I, I don't. But I'll get. I'll get in a in a in a lazy cycle where like I'll eat. Let's say. Let's say. All right. Cool. Like I'll eat a good breakfast, 
and then I'll eat a good lunch, but then I'll get into a cycle where I'll eat a bad dinner. Then I'll eat a bad breakfast the next day, and then I'll just skip a meal entirely and Damn. then eat something bad again or or something like that. Like, I'll get in cycles. So, uh, I, really, I keep myself in check by not keeping junk in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, that's, that, was the, that was the easiest way for me to avoid bread, bro. I just I had, like, four or five slices left and some bacon. I just threw that shit away. I was like, man... I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm gonna try my hardest not to eat no bread for the month of April just because I just, for some reason, it's like I get into a groove where I'm just like making burgers, making sandwiches, bread at every I, meal, yeah, and I'm in just the morning, like, a, a PB&J at lunch, and, and something else with bread at night. Just it's just so easy, man. And I'm like, I just want to, and I, and I remember, I would never forget how I felt. When I stop eating bread, it's like I just feel so much lighter and I never feel bloated. It feels feminine to feel bloated. I'm like, am I my girl? Am I bloated? And it's like, I be good now, bro. Like, it just it's it, it's crazy because bread isn't supposed to really hurt men like that. It really destroys women. And like women don't even know it, but women love bread and it destroys them. It literally destroys them, bro, and they love it. It doesn't destroy them in a way like I'm like it's gonna kill them, but it's hot, bread hot is take, hot take. Go ahead. Everything women loves destroys them. Yeah, say that again, bro. Everything women loves destroys them. Man, Social I, media, hookah, Hennessy shots, all the makeup, the weaves. You know, putting that makeup on clogs your pores, which leads to more breakouts, which makes the skin underneath not as not as healthy. Shit. I mean, and, and, and this is not even just specifically speaking on black women. I mean, even even yeah. non-black women, I'm seeing the, the Botox, the, the love for Botox, the love for plastic surgery, like, you know, the love for cosmetics in general. Like you said, makeup is universal hair extensions. You know, just pulling at your natural hair like that is is it's definitely destroying it. I mean, I'm seeing it day after day. Um, it's not it's, even non-black women are wearing the uh, the eyelash extensions when these chicks take their eyelashes off. They it's like, why do you look like that? <laughs> what is wrong here? <laughs> why do you just why do you look dead all of a sudden? <laughs> <laughs> like chicks, chicks hate me and my son. Like chicks, they see me and my son. They be like, "Man, why your eyelashes so long?" I'm like, "Cause I don't fucking pull at them all goddamn day." Don't touch them. Like, I leave them alone. I have left them alone my entire life, and they just happen to be healthy. Oh, I love your skin. I'm like, yeah, pretty basic regimen: water and soap. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. That's it. That's it. I look. My my regimen is so basic that at night after I shower, I don't even put lotion on because I can't sleep because I'm gonna feel nasty again. So, so you oh, haven't you had got, any issues. You, you got you know. soft skin and stuff like that. Oh yeah, I mean you shave. Nah, I'm just not a hairy guy. It's it. I was well into my twenties before I could get a mustache. I was damn near. Uh, in, I was damn near thirty. Like I'm just not a hairy person. I've had a chick argue me down that I shave, and I'm just like. Why would I shave? Like, what's the benefit of that? Like, shave. Why would I shave my legs? I mean, setting my legs. I'm like, why would I do that? Like, you shave your legs, your arms. Who would do that other than a woman? I'm not a swimmer. I'm not making myself. You know, I'm not a bike, a cyclist. Yeah, it 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 doesn't benefit me. I work in front of a computer. 
like like when when you feel my hand, you should be oh, you got calluses? Why you work at a computer? I lift weights a couple of times a week. That's why I have calluses. But yeah, you're right. I don't do a lot of hard labor. <laughs> I just don't. I don't wear gloves. I got a partner, man. He be wearing fucking construction gloves when he work. I'm like, man, you a pretty boy, man. <laughs> now that nigga moving weight. <laughs> Yeah, he lightweight, but knock his ass over. <laughs> I done got into that mode now that I, I got older when I'm hooping. I should be running niggas over now. And I ain't used to like being like that. And once I got to stop that shit, because when I get into that mode, when I go to Hoover Friday, it, 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 a dude gonna brace himself in a bad way. And next thing you know, he knocking your nose and he knocking, you gonna have to wear a mouthpiece. And I'm like, nah. I ain't gonna put that element to my game. I'm just gonna continue playing in a finesse fashion, cause these these dudes out here they will tackle you, bro. That, that's the key to longevity, finesse. Yeah. finesse. yeah, that's why I'm surprised LeBron has lasted so long because he was a bully for a long time. Yeah, but he was I, he's strong. He, he's strong. He had a long conversation yeah. about him and LeBron, uh, him and uh, Westbrook, and just how they maintain themselves. I'm like, man. <laughs> you see, you see Pat Bev uh, podcast where he talking about Russ Westbrook would get on the bus and he would just be eating just a salad. Sal- he had to be trolling, bro. He was like, just lettuce, like no dressing, no protein, nothing, just lettuce. And he's like, I see why you built that way, but I mean, he had to be trolling, though. I I, I believe it. I, believe I know it. Russell Westbrook is on a strict diet, but when he said he just basically just he out there eating rabbit food, that's a big old dude, bro. I can see that, but I I'll, I'll take it like okay, he's probably on some kind of protein fast to mm-hmm. remain to at remain that moment. That lean. Yeah, at that moment, like yeah, I, I'm I might be eating this now, but you know, first thing in the morning or or you know before I go to bed, that's when I'm I'm really get that protein in. But just for this time, I'm my body's probably in some kind of stasis of some sort. It's like all right, I'm just gonna put this rabbit food in there to make sure that you're burning off whatever. I, I, I'm a big salad fan. I mean, that's pretty much what I've been surviving on the past 10 days. Uh, a lot of kale, but a lot of fajita chicken, a lot of a lot of chicken. Because, you know, um, I'm a fan of red meat, but, you know, during, during this time, I'm just not going to eat too much of it. But, you know, a lot, a lot of people, you know, I, I think even Furby was saying, like, he had cut down on his red meat. And I'm just like, I, I honestly don't think red meat is an issue for black men. It's crazy as it sounds, but if your doctor told you it is, then that's a different thing. But I really don't think red meat is the issue. Uh, I mean, too much is too much, point blank, period. Bottom you know, line. too much red meat, too much pork. Can you eat too much chicken? Possibly. Yeah, for you sure, know. for sure. Chicken, chicken Pimp, for me is just, Pimp, they say. Pimp C, ate so, Pimp C ate so much shrimp, he got iodine poisoning. Like, you can eat too uh, much. So. Rest in peace to Pimp. Come on. So, I mean, it can happen. But, yeah, like, you know, moderation is the key in everything. Yeah. Like even, they, even like I was telling you, me trying to drink a gallon of water is not beneficial because I'm not sweating it out that much. I'm not doing enough, you know, physical activity to sweat all that water intake out. So therefore, I'm just peeing like 80 times a day. And especially if you don't, if you don't have a high carb intake, like when I'm when I'm, and it's crazy because as I've been doing basically this fast, I don't sweat as much. But when I'm not eating bread like that. So when I'm high carved up like that, that's that's my energy. So like it's getting me amped up. So it's causing me to sweat more. So when I'm drinking water, then when I'm going hard in the gym, like I don't be going to the restroom like most people be doing. But like now, like the other day when I was drinking water, that shit was just I'm not eating bread like that. And I realized like, man, I'm like now I'm going to the restroom like that because 
I'm not eating bread like that. So it's like, it's a, it's a, I don't really know the science behind it, but it's definitely been different. So I tell people all the time, like, I don't really, I focus on drinking a lot of water. I don't focus on drinking a gallon of water. Just like yeah. I don't focus on going in the gym, lifting the whole gym. I focus on getting to the gym. That's important. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I feel like a lot of, it, it was funny watching the Kobe documentary, which shout out to Sam Mitchell because Sam Mitchell, Smush Parker, Devin Green, the dudes that showed up, because I've always said this. People can say whatever they want about Kobe now, but when Kobe was alive, it literally, I would say it was, it wasn't even a coin toss. I would say 75% of the people that I know that I interacted with as far as basketball goes, they didn't like Kobe, though. And I really feel like most people still don't like Kobe, but they show him respect because he died. But when I watched this documentary, I'm not... It's an Amazon documentary. I forgot the people it was produced by, but the people that showed up, especially Sam Mitchell, they, you know, they spoke highly of him. They, it was The focus was the 81-point game. Obviously, they, they talked about the death. But I'm like, I'm watching it, and I'm sitting here like, why am I not getting Jalen Rose's perspective? Why is Chris Bosh not in here? Like, And I'm just like, did they rush this documentary? But a, a, back, a part of me is just like, a lot of pe- a lot of people on the on the on the Raptor side, he did put eighty one on y'all. He put. I, I don't want to relive that. <laughs> he put. I don't. I don't want to come out and said, "Oh, he had a look in his eye, and I just knew he was gonna go crazy." I apparently they should have interviewed LeBron because he knew he was gonna gonna do the. Oh yeah, LeBron. LeBron knew. Apparently, he averaged forty four points that month, so he was giving the league buckets regardless. He but put the team on his back. He he literally did because they was going through a rebuilding year, and he 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 like these dudes today. He wasn't about that taking shit, you know. He was like, "Fuck all that! Like I'm a I'm a do what I got to do to win because I'm a winner." And I was just upset at the fact that they didn't have bigger names in that documentary. Could they afford them? I, I don't know. It was Amazon though, so I'm like, ain't no way in the world Amazon couldn't get a hold of Chris Bosh. Or um, Jalen Rose, who else was on that team, man? Um, or even some people from the Lakers. I just, I just feel like they basically got extremely bottom tier players to speak on this event that really watched it from the bench. And I was just like, damn, I really, because they was, they were even speculating. They was like, did somebody say something to him? And it was just like, dang, like I bet somebody did. I bet somebody said something to him, and he was like, all right. But the general consensus was he was quiet that whole day, and he was just locked in. And I think when I think in the second quarter, he had got like a four- or five-minute break, and then once he got back in, I mean, he was already at like, he was already like at 24 points at like, in like 13 minutes. But once he got back in, he just – Bro, like when Larry Bird said, "That's that's God on the court." Like he, bro, they Sam Mitchell said they did every defense that they could. He said they even threw defenses at him that they didn't even practice. And I'm like, bro, he was just like, and he said he was just holding his composure the whole time. But Sam Mitchell was like, man, bro, I just like I I was pretty frustrated, but it was like I couldn't. He was out. I was frustrated time, but I couldn't show it. And I'm just sitting there like, dang, that's tough, bro. 
like this nigga he threw he threw he he purposely said he was like go quadruple team him. Damn. It didn't fucking matter. It didn't fucking matter, bro. But a lot of players today they don't lock in like that. Nah, man. They like don't. you remember, you remember Braun used to go, "Oh, playoffs are here, zero dark 30. I'm all off social media. Yeah, social like that. media. Since he been with the Lakers, you don't see that anymore. Nah, he ain't. Uh, even Tom Brady was like locked in like that. These guys, man, it's they getting a bag. They getting a ridiculous bag now. Like, yeah. Why, why I need to lock in? And like, with my, all this, my load, endorsement deals are more than my contract now. Yeah, with all this low management stuff. I hate to say it, you don't care about the fans. And I'm not mad at them. Because there is a, a legitimate excuse for load management. But there was somebody that said there's there's there are pros and I think John Wall said it. There are pros and cons to uh, load management. Because with load management, you never really get in shape. And you still are at a high risk for injury. But if you can do what Mikael Bridges did, and Michael Finley did it back in the day too, if you can do 83 games, you're in tip-top shape. What's going to matter is the offseason. Get your rest in the offseason. Listen to your body. Get your rest in the offseason, and then when you when you come back, you should better do it again. You know, the, the, playing a lot is not going to get you hurt. It's your style of play that gets you hurt a lot of time. Because to be honest with you, I don't think Westbrook has ever had a non-contact injury, right? Most of his shit was the Pat Beverly incident or, like, uh-huh. a, the rolling of an ankle or something like that. But he, he's in good enough shape to where he can go hard a whole season. Kawhi Leonard is not. But I think Kawhi Leonard has something that's degenerative. Like, he has, like, issues. And it's like, I don't think it's even possible for him to play 82 games. But, um, yeah, man, it's just, it's unfortunate for the fans because I even, I, I've heard friends say, man, I was going to the Rockets game, they were playing the Lakers, but they was resting LeBron. It's like, shit, I don't want to yeah. see that shit. And he's like, they was resting LeBron. And the league isn't going to cut down the number of games. And now they have like, and I, and I think you said something um, a while back where they said that um, due to the amount of AAU ball that's played these days, there is a, a lot more basketball miles on these players before they even make it to the league. True, to an extent, but basketball miles on a fifteen and sixteen year old, come on, man, they not going that hard, and a lot of these AAU teams. Man, for 70% of the te- season, they blowing teams out. They ain't even playing the whole game. You know, yeah, they playing a bunch of back-to-backs, but a lot of these NBA players are coming from stacked-ass teams where they kicking people's ass in the first two quarters, and they resting. And the way the game is played nowadays, bro, man, people ain't even running 94 feet like that no more, bro. Man, dude, oh, no. by the time they come back, Steph Curry had already hit a three from half court. We got to go back <laughs> out. We can, come on, we got to go back already. So we what we doing? We doing horses? We doing suicides? I mean, we can handle that. We not ain't nobody ain't no niggas going to the lane banging like that no more. Like, come on, bro. Like the game ain't played like that. So most most of the time, bro, it's dudes not conditioning the right way. It's dudes not lifting weights the right way. Cause it's cause once again, it, once LeBron, you know, knock on wood, he ain't had no non-contacts, bro. It's been rolled ankles. It's been shit like that, but as far as his body, his body, it's in good shape. They said Chet Holgram to put on some uh, some decent weight. Yeah, you got to build muscle, bro. Like, or you're just going to end up like y'all mean. You're going to end up like, oh. that's what y'all mean to do, but 7'6 is pretty ridiculous. You're not really, it's, that's going to be hard. Yeah. 
you're an, you're an anomaly. Like Zion needs to lose weight. He, that's it. He, that's it. He's he's gonna but have he to, to have a sustainable no. career. No. He not he's straining stuff and like he's pulling stuff and he's uncomfortable. But also his is low management too. Because I said at the beginning of the season, I really had them favored out the West. If Zion is healthy, ain't nobody beating him. Sorry. Brandon Ingram, CJ McCullough, Herbert Jones, like you got a squad down there. Zion Jose Alvarado, like you got a squad down there. Zion Wilson and Edward are probably two of the best basketball players on the planet as far as physicality and being able to do everything. Like, they're not far from Durant and Giannis. Them two dudes right there are they 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 some ballers, bro. Like they they tough. They just it just happens to be and is not on a great team, which he's gonna eventually ask for a trade because Minnesota is is not a it's not a they just need send a, they need to sell Minnesota go to Seattle, bro. Seattle appreciates basketball. Yeah, let let, let Jamal Crawford do what he gotta do. Let Seattle tell you Seattle will be popping, bro. Seattle is they need to put basketball back in Seattle. Minnesota does not deserve basketball. Damn. That was mean. That was mean. That was mean. But, with that being said, let me let me segue to another topic because we're gonna lose them with this sports shit. Well, I'm gonna have to check the numbers in Minnesota. I might have to go cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> Golly, man. But uh man, y'all, y'all was talking about something today that I wanted to I wanted to tell. You still watch Mandalorian? I am, I am. So how was how was it when Lizzo and Jack Black was on there? What, what was the purpose of that besides pandering? Pandering. It was just pandering. Just a short pander, a short role. I don't even. I remember they was prince and princess, such and such, or something like that. But again, it didn't advance the story at all. <laughs> they didn't have sex, did they? No, they did not. She didn't work. Remember, remember, this is Disney. This is Disney. Hey, shit. They was twerking on She-Hulk. Damn, they were twerking on Seahawks. Twerking is a sexual dance. I don't care what it anybody just made says. Me, it just made me cringe a little bit, too. I know. And you watched that whole show. They got a season two for your perverted ass, too. And I used to tell people I don't watch a lot of TV, but then I realized that I watch literally fucking everything, so I can't say that. I just don't yeah, watch Yeah, you definitely live. more in the loop. You way more in the loop than me, nigga. I don't, nigga. YouTube and, and listen to true crime, bro. Like, I be... I be like I said, I've been watching a lot of old school shit, dog. Like I, I, I literally, uh, I think I was watching some shit about um, Megatron. Um, goddamn, Calvin, Calvin Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, I was, yeah. I, was, I was like, wait, not, not, not Autobots, Megatron. No, no, no. I didn't see him whooped out his prime ass enough. I'm good on that, Bruh. I'm good on that. Optimus probably take an ass whooping the whole goddamn movie and then the last 15 minutes he pulled a rabbit out of his ass. <laughs> he, he go finds a lost historical sword or some kind of shit. He get a, a jet pack from Jupiter or some shit like that. Hey, I still ain't seen John Wick either. That's how much I've been like really... I may just take a moment because I'm going to go watch John Wick go watch Super, the, the Mario movie. And it, it's crazy because uh, I think it was your boy. Uh, Shout out to... Uh, to Darion, I think he was the one that was. I think he was excited for John Wick. It was somebody that I was talking to that was excited for uh, Mar- the Mario movie. I thought it was Darion. It might not have been, but uh, I'm glad. I'm, I, I like the success. The Mario movie out. I might catch it. That might be my Tuesday movie for the week. Yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, I'm reading a lot of stuff about it being like a basic kind of how I perceive Black Adam. They were like, it's just a, it's, it's a simple movie. It's not woke, and it's, it's a fun watch. 
And it's like Mario was a simple game. I couldn't beat it, but it was simple. Oh no, couldn't beat it. <laughs> I but mean, content, I, I mean, probably probably now I could. I have more deductive reasoning skills. Yeah, yeah. They say Zelda is next, though. They say Zelda is next, and I was like, I mean, they could easily be on a roll, but I don't. This is my thing with movies. I'm pretty sure Princess is gonna have her feminist moment, but at the end of the day, she did survive multiple kidnappings, so I know that she has some type of strength. Also, this is an animated movie. I ain't tripping on like I tell people all the time. I enjoyed Frozen. Specifically, part one, Frozen two, it was kind of cringe. They went that direction, blah blah. I ain't gonna get into all that. Fuck y'all for judging me. But I can imagine the Mario movie. I know it's way better than that John Leguizamo shit. But um, I respect. I res- I respect the OG though. I respect the OG. You gotta go back and watch that though. I don't want to go back and watch it. I, exactly. exactly. <laughs> I respect it. But I don't want to go back and watch it. Exactly. Do you ever hear that conspiracy theory that um? Peach and Bowser were really a couple, and Mario was just fucking they shit up. <laughs> nah, I ain't never heard that. That's fucking hilarious. Like, like she wasn't getting kidnapped. She, this was this was her man's that she was with, and her little brother was named Toad. He was a little snitch. Like, nah, she ain't here. She, she's somewhere else. And Mario, like, oh, okay. Like, damn, let me go find this bitch. <laughs> that sound like Popeye and Olive Oil. That that sound like more likely, you know. She, she, she really was fucking with, with Pluto tough. And Popeye really was out here. was out here on them roids, whooping niggas ass. <laughs> Boy, I tell you, man. Who who played Popeye in the live action? Was it was it was it Jack? Was it Robin um, Williams? Didn't it was Robin Williams? Huh? I thought so. Rest in peace, Robin Williams. Damn. I don't remember that movie. I wouldn't go back and watch that either. But anyways, yeah. This is my issue with movies today, man. I was watching Jurassic. I happened to finally watch Jurassic Park Dominion. Forced my way through it, but I just I couldn't sleep, so I was like, man, let me put something on. It was either that or a black phone, and I'm like, I don't want to watch nothing scary right now because I just no. I ain't no punk ass nigga, but I yeah, I just hey, let me watch Jurassic. You don't want to mess with your sleep, like <laughs> yeah, especially when you have one of them dreams where it's like, okay, I know that I'm sleep, and I know you know this, but yeah, oh don't don't, don't don't mess up my sleep. I dream damn it every night, so yeah. Anyways, beautiful thing. <sighs> So I'm watching Jurassic Park Dominion, dog, which was technically, it was even recommended to me. And I'm like, you know, let me go ahead and watch it. Because I like the first one with Chris Pratt. And I'm just like, I don't really, there was there's three with Chris Pratt, right? I think there's three with Chris Pratt. At least. I don't know. I have to double check. If this, the first one was fine. I was fine with the first one. If this is the second one, this is my issue with it. I'm getting tired of every movie franchise feeling like they have to go that 007 route. It's unnecessary. Like everything has to feel like um I say 007, but everything has to feel like national treasure. You know, everything has to have that um that type of superhero vibe to it at the end of the day. I didn't really need that in Jurassic Park. Because really when you think about Jurassic Park, you think about the rude Jurassic Park, Jurassic Park was really just fucking scary. Like, there were really no heroes in Jurassic Park. Like, they were in a fucked up situation, and they wanted to get the fuck out of there. And yeah, they brought back some old characters on this one, but it just, it was a lot of cringe moments in it, to where it was just like, I don't need Chris Pratt, and we talked about this, 
why does Chris Pratt always have to go back to being Star Lord? Like, he ain't got to be Star Lord in every movie, bro. He ain't got to be. Uh, what was that movie that came on Amazon? It, that was a good ass movie. But he don't got to. He doesn't have to be this military guy. Like, the Tomorrow War. To, I enjoyed that movie, but it's like now it's like all right, bro. You you're this guy in every movie. Like, come on, you know. Hey. Hey, typecast, but he getting typecast like a motherfucker. Get and like, money, big dog. Get and they money. don't want women to be the damsels in distress anymore. And I bet, I bet that's one thing that Rotten Tomatoes probably hated about the Mario movie. And I'm not going to jump into it too fast, but my assumption is maybe Princess Holly had some of the moments where she was the damsel in distress. And they're probably like, the, these woke motherfuckers are like, well, we don't need no man coming to save us. All right, bet. Okay. Let this big lizard motherfucker eat your ass up, and you go. <laughs> All right, cool. That's a bit. I did. I did see one trailer where she was like, "Oh, basically, she was like, oh, it's easy, Mario. You just do this and this and this.'" And she started doing a whole lot of parkour shit. And Mario just standing there like, "Well, damn, <laughs> you don't need me." But that's once again, that's funny though. That, that that's funny. But when I'm watching, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. I, I, I you, you just brought something up, but uh, I, I got it. When I'm watching these 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 new 007 National Treasure mix type movies now, it really they don't the weakest woman in there probably be a kid, and I'm just like it's okay to have a damsel in distress like well, nobody nobody with a realistic mindset a real, a well-adjusted person is not looking for a woman to come save the day all the time like the one moment in a movie was just because of the man is playing like. It's it's just frustrating because I really feel like because I think y'all mentioned something in the chat earlier today and I actually had a one on one with one of my homeboys and he 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 even talked about how the Disney psyop Disney propaganda is so impactful in our lives that we don't even know it when you start doing shit in the hopes of getting that feeling that this fairy tale gave you you grew up watching these fairy tales and like. Subconsciously, you're like, I want that. And you're not realizing that in reality, bro, this shit close to impossible. It's not realistic. Humans are going to do human things. And with the way society is going now, bro, like, it's not realistic. And I just think that a lot of this shit, and I've been saying it, a lot of this shit that people are seeing on TV is going to get people killed, bro. Because people are seeing this shit and they letting them hype hype them up and they walk around like you know motherfuckers like to be talking about I'm him you know these chicks are on I'm her I'm you know that y'all not like that I'm just gonna keep saying it y'all not like that <laughs> y'all really not, not like that but anyways I, y'all I'm y'all talking. y'all her but 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 your comparison to her is is is, is not your comparison to capital H E R y'all capital H and a little E and a little R. Y'all might be all lowercase letters, you know. You, you know, you might be her. Oh, you know, you might be a whisper her. Regular regular man. But I, I was talking to one of my homegirls earlier, and she told me, and she's like, "I want that country music love song kind of love." I was like, "That's not reality. It's a song. Like you grew up wanting to be a Disney princess. That's not reality." And back to what you were saying, like it's okay to have a damsel in distress because sometimes it's okay to have a man feel like a man like you're we're 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 teaching now that you know women can do everything independently which to a certain extent is true 
like men can do everything independently to a certain extent. There will be things you need a woman for. There are things women need a man for. An example to reproduce. I don't care how you do it. You're gonna need some semen. You're gonna need an egg. The egg only comes from the egg only comes from one source. That semen only comes from one source. Not according to Jurassic Park Dominion, because that was one of the main concepts of the movie. She created a being with just her DNA, and that was like the focal point. Like this little girl is this special person because she only technically only has a mother. Yep, that's I, I definitely caught that, and I thought it was funny. You know, I'm like, oh, okay, at least on a uh raised by wolves they admit to you know needing both dna but i'm like damn jurassic park on some oh we we don't need a man at all we just gonna create we just go we just 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 this dna of this woman can create a basically her little twin I'm like oh okay all right i see what y'all doing but go ahead good 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 luck with that yeah. A- anyways so when you get to the to the situation i tell her i told her the same thing like you want this you want this great guy you know, and I asked her, I was like, define a great guy. She give me, you know, he he's this, he's that, he's this, he's that. Oh, I'll go back and read it because she ain't going to listen to this podcast anyways. I'm dropping all the jewels and, and, and you know, I was giving to her on the side. But I asked her, I was like, you know, define a great guy. She says, someone who's educated, that can teach me new things, family oriented, able to listen to me, laugh, joke, and be serious. Someone that's generous, nice, clean, and supportive. So my next question was, now think about all the guys that you've dated. How many of them fit that narrative? And she said, well, shit. In your mind, you want this good guy, this knight in shining armor, this person that's going to come save you, who's just going to, you know, whitewash your life, your, 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 your Prince Charming, Charming, whoever. But in reality, that's not the guy you're attracted to. So who they attracted to? They they could they attracted to Pookie, who ain't got no job. He used to work no, at the car wash, no, but no, he no, got no, let no. go. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not even. I could slander him like that, but on some real shit though. Who they attracted to though? Like when I say that, who you attracted to, Jay? And be honest, like. When you out and you, what's gonna turn your head? Is her is her is her is her credit score gonna turn your head? Nope. What's gonna turn your head? I'm a I'm a dimples guy. Okay. I'm a, guy. So please, I'm a please. chest guy. You know I like dark hair. Exactly. Sometimes Dang. I like light hair. Light, sort of dark, short, sort of tall, slim, kind of thick. I swear I love them all. Hey. <laughs> So, None so, of that had anything to do with your brains. <laughs> None of that had anything to do with your personality. It's unfortunate, and I and 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 this is me defending women. It's unfortunate that the type of man you like looking at, which I'm gonna just say the gift wrap, the gift wrap that you like looking at when you unwrap it, is if a lot of times it's not what you want. It's a it's not what you want, but it's like. Y'all are so in my my guy. I, I got a homeboy going through the shit right now. You so you're so you're a type. You're so addicted to that type that it's just like what you start doing. You start wanting to build a chick. You start wanting to build a nigga. Like we a lot of us push. Like I said, pushing thirty, pushing forty. People are who they are. I'm sorry. You are like you there. By the time people are, if you're catching these people after twenty five, when they when they already had 
two or three relationships. They didn't already had accumulated 15, 20 bodies. Like, I mean, people are who they are. So if you're attracted to the dude that got the, the, the tattoos on his neck or, or you know, the dude that, that, you know, tall, dark and handsome, blah, blah. Unfortunately, in today's time, a lot of that, that gift wrap isn't the isn't the best guy, because believe it or not, Jay, you said this many times. when We had our one on one conversations. You are the villain in somebody's story. In somebody's story, you are the fuckboy. In somebody's story, you the ain't shit dude. Do you have the typical gift wrap of these dudes? Not necessarily. It just happens to be that your average dude these days, <laughs> you know, they they the the dude the average dude these days that are are that can get women easily. I mean, they happen to fall into that category because when it's all said and done, we all know this. Women will never admit it. The better a guy looks, the more he seems to have his shit together, the less he really has to try. And when he gets to the point where he really doesn't have to try, then why am I waiting 45 days for you? Who the fuck are you? When this chick over here, that even if she's a six, she giving me less stress, making me have to work less. I ain't got to deal with your ass. I don't care if you a nine. You a nine and you cost me more money. You're a nine, and you probably just star, star fucking starfish in bed on it. Like, what do I have to work hard for you for? And that's what people aren't realizing. The market is how the market is. Dudes, dudes and women, you know, once you realize your value, things start to make more sense. Bottom line. Um, what Lil Wayne say? I squirm and I shake, but I'm stuck in my ways. At this age, you you are who you are, but. We've had, we had this conversation in in, in 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 detail. I don't know. It's been a few days, but are we gonna go there? Where, where, Bro, we where we, we talk about already. the dynamics, the dynamics of dating, and 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 if and if I have woman A and I have woman B, and the only thing different is their attitude. Yeah, we can end on that note. We can, matter okay. of fact, the root of the conversation is I saw the cover of a book that basically said uh, something about. Black men and their love for fat white women. Black, fat white women and the black men that love them, I think is is yeah. how it went. And I'm just gonna put this out there for y'all, and I and I, I know that y'all don't believe this. Jay, I don't think Jay believed it, so he wouldn't even looked it up himself to make sure. But when it comes to dating age in America, damn near three fourths of y'all are overweight. This is and and this goes for non-black and black. Damn near 70, 75% of y'all are overweight, meaning I can call you fat. So, like I say with most things, if everybody races, nobody races. <laughs> and just like if, if everybody home. Hold on, let me let me let me give let me give the numbers because Go ahead. as of 2016, the average height for American women 20 years old and up is just under five foot four inches, and the average weight is 170. And a half pounds. Same year, the average American man, 20 years and up, weighs 197 pounds. Average weight size is 40 inches, and their average height is just 5'9. Um, listen, people probably hear that and be like, oh, well, you know, man, that woman is still bigger than that man when it comes to weight size. That is those That's extra five inches mean mean something. Yes, he he's tall and he's probably carrying that weight a lot better than you are at your five three five four stature. 
170 pounds. Look, I'm not here to bash men. I'm not here to bash women. I'm just setting the tone now. Okay, the dating market is full of... The table is set. It's full of overweight people. All right. Yes, but on if both sides. Both sides. Everybody, okay, as a, as a heterosexual man, if I'm out here and I'm just like really just trying to date somebody, okay, cool. If I come across a, a, a thin princess or a nice slim fit baddie, cool. The likelihood of that is probably less than 30%. So I'm going to have to have my shit together too in order to attract that type of woman. What's going to be easier for me? What's going to be easier for me? The chunky chick. The overweight woman. Okay. I got my pick of the litter. I can either go with quality. <laughs> I mean, quantity. That they're available. They're, exactly. So now in that situation, and I ain't gonna, I'm not going to hog your moment, but I'm just going to Wait, wait. And, and when I say, let me, let me clear that up. When I say that they're available, I'm not saying that don't nobody want them. I'm saying that's what the surplus of the market is. Those are the majority of women that are out here. All right, go ahead. And with that being said, at that point, that's when it becomes, all right, that's what's turning my head. Okay, all y'all chicks are big, but okay, she got a decent shape. She got some big boobs. She got a fat ass. All right, cool. All right, because nowadays it's, 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 it's Latino chicks that, that got the fat asses and big tits and white chicks. So so once again, damn near 70% of y'all, body-wise, y'all the same. Face-wise, pretty similar. All right, so what's, what we going to go for now? Now we start the vetting process. Who going to treat me right? <laughs> who's, who's, wait, before you even get to who's going to treat you right, who's going to be the most approachable? <laughs> who's gonna Which be the most, one am I going to be able to walk up and... Yeah, who, who am I going to be able to walk up to and say, hey, you know, how you doing? I seen you over there. Um, You know, what, what you drinking? You mind if I buy you a drink? You know, who's, who's, who's going to be most receptive to that? Because again, this is chess, not checkers. I want to know that I have a reasonable percentage of making this shot before I even pull up. I'm not pulling up from three quarters court if I know the percentage of making it is, is only eight percent. If I pull, if I get to half court, I know the percentage of making it is only twenty percent. I get to the three point line, I see the percentage of making it is thirty percent. I get to the free throw line, I see that is seventy percent. I get into the paint, I see it gets up to eighty percent. I see if I go for a dunk. Or a layup, I'm at like 98% chance of making it. Although men are risk takers, and we, we tend sometimes, to handle sometimes you pull up from half court. I've yeah. done it. Yeah. Men men tend to be risk takers. Men tend to, believe it or not, we may not always take rejection well, but we take rejection way more. So therefore, a lot of us, you know, we're used to it. So to we, get to my we, point, we, we often oper operate on what's the worst you're gonna say is no. Exactly. And the ones that have the ability to discern, which I feel like the average man can, can kind of peep the scene. Okay, she looking at me, blah, blah. This looks like it's worth a shot. If it happens to be white women that are the same shape as you, <laughs> the same type as you that they happen to get with, I just feel like that says more about you than it does them. That's... I'm sorry. Look, if 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 I if I know that this group is gonna give me some motion, if I if I come if I'm in here and I, I was like, all right, cool. Like I said, everything else everything else the same. I approach I approach these black women. 
Oh no, you a little zesty. You, 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 you. I don't know why you acting like that. As as a man, why are you drinking a fruity drink? You need to be drinking a beer, bro. That, excuse, that, excuse me. That nigga Arlon. That, that, I think his name is Arlon. Arlon yeah, said, "It's Arlon." That nigga Arlon. He put he put the post up and said, "Women only. What turns you off about men?" When I read <laughs> a chick say, "When he shows empathy, I was done." Showing I was like, too much empathy. I was like, what is wrong with y'all? Look, I've never <laughs> heard of another demographic refer to men as sassy, zesty, dusty, dusty, or with the whole, as a man, why would you X, Y, and Z? I only know one demographic of that. And so the odds are already stacked against me there. And like we always say, I think even Kevin Samuels would say this, um, you know, the majority of black men marry black women. It, it, that's what happens. So, you know, when you see a lot of, you know, black men dating interracially, you know, that's that's the minority. I think it's like 80 something percent of black men that get married, they marry black women. Exactly. And, and, and you know, not trying to be funny right now. We know some great black women that might be considered overweight that are married to black men. And that says a lot about them. They're, they're a catch. They're a good women, for the time being, at least. You know, I'm just saying. Like the, 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 there was he's seen enough in her, and she's seen enough in him that they was like, "You, we're gonna make, we can make this work." Got to give credit where credit is due, because when it's all said and done, every dude ain't out here saying all black women are acting like this. I ain't gonna deal with them. No, there are actually black women out there that might be overweight as well, and they're still able to get men. They're, I, they're black men, they're with black men. The ones that are complaining, y'all just don't want to look in that mirror. Y'all just don't want to look you, in that mirror. You're making it everybody else's fault but yours. Like like the whole, I forget what podcast that is, and they were talking about, you know, when, when I seen Jonathan Majors, that was something in me that just made me know that he was with a white woman. And sure enough, he's with a white woman, and now I just look at him different. And then she goes like, even though I'm mixed, my, my mother is white. And it's like, what, what is your beef then? That's why I can't respect Kaepernick, dog. He's, he's a disgusting you- individual. Like, uh, he's like I, I can't I can't respect people that they're so immersed in this wannabe race war like y'all wanted to be the 60s so bad that like you got to the point where like you resent your parents for being what they are like I'd I'd be so hurt as what I don't care if I had a, a mixed kid and and he, he and he if I had a mixed kid. I would just want him to show the same appreciation of both sides. You know, my mom's Absolutely. white, my dad's black. Like, and even if they were adopted parents, like, bro, they provided a life for you. And we you're like, look at who. And you're looking at them like, oh, they were racist, man. No, they didn't. They didn't really understand what it, what it, what I go through. No, they don't. But they understand you. <laughs> or at least they thought. Kwame Brown was on the pivot and I checked that out. No, they were scared of him though. They said it. They was like, bro, we ain't gonna lie, bro. When you came here, we was like, like, this nigga gonna be crazy. 
And you know, he he articulated his them niggas would beat the shit out of him. Oh buddy, uh what's up, buddy name? The running back? Sean Taylor beat the shit out of him. Fred Taylor. Fred Taylor. Fred Taylor, I'm tripping. Fred Taylor killed that nigga. But 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 them, but the thing <laughs> I don't even I don't even like I don't even fuck with them dudes like that. I, I really fuck with the light skin one because they nigga crazy. But um at the end of the day, freak. I, <laughs> he said it too on the <laughs> He don't give a damn. But uh, he Corbin Brown articulated himself very well, but then Clark had interjected because he said something. And I, I and it hit home. He was like, bro, you said a lot of things that are not unique to any black person. Like a lot of black people go through the shit you went through. But you did say the way you went through those things were unique. Like you did shit that other people might not have done, but don't ever think that your black experience it, at this point is rare. It's a lot of black people going through what you're going through. That don't make you special. How you come out of that shit make you special. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like Kaepernick, at the end of the day, I think it's more just comes from a place of self-hate because I think he comes around black people like Kwame Brown that have actually been through the trenches and they feel they feel like, damn, I'm speaking on all these black issues, but I just had a real nice ass life. I ain't had a single yeah. struggle. And now he's trying to relate, but it's like, bro, it's too late, bro. You, you, you a seven figure dude. You a household name. You, you too far removed. Like That's I, like, okay. like I, like I even look at myself as as very removed. But I can still go to my grandma's house that's in the hood. And I know and I know exactly what moves to make. I remember growing up be like, hey, you can't go down to this end of the street because this is where the drug dealers were at. You got to be home before the the, 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 the street lights come on. If there's a drive by shooting, you stand in a doorway because bullets go sideways. And if you stand in the doorway, you got some kind of level of protection. I learned these things growing up in that hood. And yes, I'm far removed. But it's some shit that you just don't forget. As far as I know, Kaepernick was never there. And that's okay. And it's fine. You can still be an activist. You can do it. Shit, if if if, if white people and Jews and all these other motherfuckers been, been riding on the side of the civil rights movement since the 50s and 60s, shit, why can't he? You know what I'm saying? Like, don't don't tear people down that brought you to a point in, in life where millions of black people were killed to be in your position. And you out here talking about the shit you talk, I, I don't respect that shit, bro. So it, it's just, like I said, it's just disgusting behavior. And I just hate the fact that people get so immersed in that, in the in the, in the um, mindset of, I need to prove I'm one of them. You ain't got to prove shit to me, bro. You ain't got to prove shit to me at all. And on that note. I think we did a great going. job today. I think we I did think a great we did. job today. I think we did. I hope, and I and I hope that we didn't say anything scandalous because I'm not doing any edits. That's what's up, this, man. This is this is just coming out straight like this. I don't got no words of advice today, but I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm not even gonna fake it. I ain't gonna lie to you. Look, man, I'm excited, man. You know what I'm excited for? Talk I'm excited you. for that freak Nick documentary, boy. Let me tell you something. <laughs> it's been to go down. Some of y'all mamas, boy, I tell you. That's what I was thinking. Like I need, I want to ask my mama, but I don't want to ask my mama because I don't know how. Because if she, if she ever, I, I'm just gonna ask you. Ever been to Atlanta? And if you say yeah, I'm not gonna watch. Was, was, not it, was gonna it watch? Was it between ninety and ninety six? Oh shit! <laughs> shit. Oh, shit. And I was like, I start, I start learning see, about. Yeah, let's see, you had my, you had my sister at ninety, so you had your last kid at ninety in ninety one too, huh? 
Then you got divorced, what, 90, 92, 93? So about three. Now nah, I'm not going to watch. Nah, I don't want to know. I don't <laughs> Shit finna get real. I'm excited, man. I'm, I see this. I was like, huh, that's pretty interesting. Like, I was like, they did Woodstock. They didn't do they didn't get a couple of them. I was like, it, it's they're not gonna be able to do this documentary without a lot of raw footage, bro. Just think about it. You gonna have to show this documentary at two o'clock in the morning. That's the only time you're gonna be able to show this at two o'clock in the morning. Look, bro. They gonna have the sandwiches between like girls going wild infomercials, like. Cause the nineties was a wild time. That's what people don't realize. The nineties was, was a wild time, but thankfully there was no social media. That's what I was gonna say. It was wild because you had to live it. You 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 couldn't you couldn't experience it on social media. You had to go live it. That's why I said. That's why one of my favorite quotes of all time is "You had to be there." You had to be there. I was at the 99. I was at 99, 2000 Kappa. Like, you know, I was at the Kappa. That's what I was going to bring up, too. I was like, that Kappa Kappa documentary is going to go crazy. Don't do a Texas Relays documentary. When it was, hey, when that hoe was like in his prime. But I, I can say I was reading some comments. They, they were talking about some other like little fest that then went down in place that motherfuckers don't know about. I'm like, man, I, I'm trying to see all of it. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I just want to understand. <laughs> I just, because I, I mean, black culture is amazing. I just, it's unfortunate to me that it's it's come to this, like, black, I don't want to say black, I'm going to say black culture is amazing when I want to really say it was, because I really don't feel like it's as dope as it used to be anymore. Because sometimes I just see certain shit, I'm like, that ain't really, I ain't really rocking with that. And, and I'm not sitting here saying Freak Nick was something to be proud of, and, you know, all I'm saying is, the fact that you had to be there just makes it so much better. Like now you ain't everything is everything we do is just so commercialized and corny now. And it's like you don't have to be there. You just watch from afar. And I just I don't know. I think that just uh, kind of put black culture in a, in a place where it's just a little watered down now. And it's just uh, whatever. But yeah, man. Like I said, I ain't had no words of advice. Um, if anything, I'm just gonna remind y'all that we are on SoundCloud. When you see the episode pop up, you get a notification for it. You can actually comment on there and 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 actually, you know, you can actually go on SoundCloud. You see the wave, and you can actually comment at a specific time, and you can actually, and we can we can engage in the conversation because I, sometimes I have to be looking to see if somebody gonna say something on SoundCloud. But if you don't, it's okay. Um, Apple Podcast is the most popular of ours, and people fuck with the Apple Podcast because there are Apple users out there, obviously. Um, like um, you I said, downloaded Amazon Music, and, and 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 we're definitely there. Oh, okay, Amazon Music. We're, we're on Amazon Music. That's cool. That, that means I can watch it on my TV then. Um, fancy, yeah, yeah. As always with Spotify, you know whatever it is you do on Spotify, you go ahead and go do that. Um, I had fun this episode. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope you people out there stay safe. I hope you had a good Easter weekend. Um, I can say a bunch of things, but it's just gonna keep going longer. And I think y'all attention spans that that long. <laughs> so, thank you and you're welcome as always. And like I've said three or four times this episode, with that being said, this has been the No Boundaries Podcast. Thank you for listening.
But ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary?